Welcome to episode 30 of the Burning Bush Podcast, where we share the message of the Bible while enjoying a good cigar. Hope everybody's uh, having a good week, and just want to say thanks for taking a minute to uh, listen to the podcast this week. And this week, I am smoking the My Father, Flor de las Antillas, Maduro, Toro 6x52. This is a really good smoke that I found. Uh, don't remember where I first heard of them, but uh, they're made by my father, which is uh, one of Don Pepin's companies, and uh, can't really go wrong with any of their um, products. So far, everything I've tried by my father or Don Pepin is a really good smoke. So, so let me go ahead and uh, go over to the website and read the description of the cigar. Flor de las Antillas, Concept and Creation. My Father Cigars is a company that takes pride in their traditions and humble beginnings. As patriarchs of the Garcia family, Jose Pepin Garcia and his wife Maria Garcia always taught their son Jaime and their daughter Jani the importance of value and never forgetting where you came from. As second generation raising the third generation of growing up in the cigar heritage, Jaime Garcia, along with his, uh, his wife, Diana Lee Garcia, I think I'm pronouncing that right, and Jenny, now instill this value in their own children. Together, this family brought the passion, love, tradition, and knowledge from their na- native Cuba to the USA. When it came time to work on a new project in 2009, Master Blender and President of My Father Cigars, Jaime Garcia began thinking how he could honor the beautiful island he and his family were from. He brainstormed and remembered an old brand from Cuba in the 1900s that gave homage to the nickname given to Cuba for being the largest of the greater of the Antilles Islands. This is where the story of Flor de las Antillas, Flower of the Antilles, begins. Released in May of 2012, Flor de las Antillas quickly caught the attention of many with its elegant packaging that is reminiscent of the original artwork and traditional boxes of cigars in the 1900s. The exquisite design featured in the box and on the cigar band is an original art piece drawn by Pepin's nephew and the company's creative marketing director, Alcides Montenegro. Alcides has brought his unique and creative ideas to all of the company's packaging, bands, advertisement, promotional items, and layout of all the booths for the various trade shows the company participates in. Keeping the look and feel of the 1900s, he designed a detailed piece that focuses on two women working in the field. Contrary to the typical bright colors used by most companies, He decided to make this stand out by using more pastel colors and lighter shades that all together brings you the class and culture of the era. The enticing final touch of the look is a Bordeaux footband that most definitely sets this cigar apart from any other in anyone's humidor. And I'll have to say I really, really dig the band on this thing. The artwork is is, uh, very classy, gives you a really old school, old world feel to it. 
So along with just being a really, really solid smoke, uh, the artwork is really something to, to take in. So uh, that was the overall description of the Flor de las Antillas line. Now I'm going to uh, go to the section of the website where they describe the Maduro uh, specifically, which is the one I'm smoking. Originally released in 2012, the Flor de las Antillas was named after Cuba, the largest and most beautiful of the Greater Antilles Islands. Well, with artwork from the early 1900s, the Garcia family once again honors the island, their birthplace, with this latest creation. This three-quarter to full-bodied blend is a perfect combination of Ecuadorian wrapper with Nicaraguan binders and fillers. The Habano sun-grown Oscuro wrapper and the gentle box pressing give the cigar complexity and balance. The filler is a combination of tobaccos harvested from farms in La Estrella, La Bonita, and Las Marias, owned and operated by the Garcia family. This cigar has an ideal combination of strength, exquisiteness, elegance, delicacy, with notes of creamy leather and a sweet and salty finish that resounds on the palate, producing a beautiful white ash, giving it a great finish. And again, the wrapper is a Habano Sangrón Oscuro, and the binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. And on their, on their website, they don't have the Vitolas, so in, in order to find the Vitolas, I went to Cigars International, and uh, they have all the sizes lifted there, or listed there. So the uh, Flor de las Antillas Maduro comes in a Corona, 5x6x46, a Petit Robusto, 4.5x50, a Toro, 6x52, which I'm smoking, uh, the Toro Gordo, 6.5x56, and a Torpedo, 6.1x52. That is the Flor de las Antillas Maduro by My Father Cigars. So if you're into Maduros, definitely give them a smoke. So let's head on over to What Does God Want by Mike Kaiser and begin chapter 8. And the uh, title of this, uh, the first section of chapter 8 is What's Discipleship? The gospel is intended to be transformative. Anyone who has embraced the gospel is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. 2 Corinthians 5.17 What does that actually look like? You may recall the answer to this question. Earlier, I said that a disciple was a follower, specifically a follower of Jesus. I define following as imitating or imaging Jesus. Being conformed to the image of Jesus is our ultimate destiny. Romans 8.29, 2 Corinthians 3.18, and Colossians 3.10. Our motive for imitating Jesus is not to make God love us so he'll let us into heaven. God already loved each of us while we were yet sinners, Romans 5.8, and were God's enemies, Romans 5.10. We get to heaven 
We become part of God's family when we believe the gospel. On our own, we are lost, in need of a Savior, Luke 19.10, alienated from God, Ephesians 4.18. When that was our situation, God loved us. He didn't wait until we cleaned up our act to love us. Our motive for imitating Jesus is also not to keep God loving us so we'll be saved in the end. That which cannot be achieved by performance cannot be lost by performance. Salvation has nothing to do with our own worth or merit. It has everything to do with what someone, Jesus, did for us. For our sake, God made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 We can take no credit for salvation. Jesus gets all the credit. That's the end of first section of chapter 8, entitled, What's Discipleship? From Mike Heiser's book, What Does God Want? And next week we'll check out the next section called Thinking Clearly About Discipleship. So thanks again for stopping by, taking a minute out of your schedule to uh, listen to the podcast. Hope you'll check out the show notes, which has all of uh, the links to Mike Heiser's books, his Naked Bible podcast, his Awakening School of Theology. And again, please keep Mike in your prayers. As I announced a couple weeks ago, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer a while back, so we're all praying for him and uh, would appreciate it if you would do the same. Also check out the uh, links to Groundworks Ministries in the uh, show notes to Steve Wiggins' new ministry. Uh, So I'd appreciate it if you'd also take a look at the uh, Burning Bush Podcast merchandise store that I started a while back. See if there's anything there that you might like to pick up to help get the word out about the show. T-shirts, mugs, stickers, magnets, got it all. So until next week, have a great day, have a great cigar, and God bless. Mm -hmm.